Hello, teacher friend. Welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. It is episode number 32, and this episode is very near and dear to my heart for all of my teacher friends out there who are trying to make a change in your career, and you might be facing some opposition from people that you love and that you care about, friends, family, even your spouse, maybe even your children. This is a topic that is very important because if we are going to blaze a trail and going to do the work that God has us set out to do, making changes, making impacts, we have to know how to stand against opposition. It's scary enough to put yourself in your services or any product that you have out there. It's scary enough to make a change. You're not only worrying about getting your business off the ground if you're starting a micro school or you're tutoring or you're beginning a homeschooling business. You're also worrying whether people will react negatively to your efforts to actually put the service out there. Some people are even afraid that others are going to dismiss them, make fun of them. And it's difficult when you have this vision, this dream, this hope, this excitement, and other people do not see it. You have this idea, you want to shout it from the rooftops, you want your excitement to spill over. Maybe you are even holding it in because you are afraid of rejection. Today, I'm going to talk to you about two important factors when it comes to presenting your ideas to your spouse, your family, your friends, how to handle if you are getting opposition, if you haven't shared your dream because you know someone will not support you. I understand exactly where you are. We all know that we cannot make people support us, but what we can do is we can work on ourselves. Today, I have, again, two important factors to consider and ways to help you get over this fear or the opposition, how to resist it and how to continue moving through what God has called you to do. Let's get into it. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Okay, here we go. It's going to be a good one. I hope that this hits you right at the time that you need it. We are heading into the holidays and beginning to spend more time with family, friends, a little bit of a slower 
time of the year where you can really sit down and talk to your spouse or to your loved ones, making phone calls, and you're just around more people during this time, possibly, that you haven't been with in a while and you might want to be sharing your ideas of what is to come. No matter what time of the year it is, we know that at some point we have to let people know what we are doing, where we are headed, what the dreams are in our heart that God has placed in there. Today, I hope you walk away with more confidence and I hope that you take away these bits of information and implement them into your own life so that you can continue to walk worthy in the calling that you have received. In addition, I want you to know that if you are battling opposition from your loved one, from your family and friends, or from yourself, I know exactly how you feel. So I will be sharing my own personal testimony through some of these situations. Before we dive in, I want to remind you that we have our holiday coaching packages, 60 to 75% off as a gift for your support, as a gift for your encouragement and to help you. I am so passionate about coaching teachers. Many of you all know, if you've been listening to this podcast, I was an instructional coach. It was the most beautiful time of my life being able to pour into teachers so that they can then pour into their students. And in this situation, help you develop your school. My main goal is to help you get over your fears, to help you move into the direction that you're supposed to be moving into, help you build your business, all of the details, all of the business blueprint, the clarity, determining your niche, determining your value, taking you through the steps of the roadmap. If you've not printed out your roadmap, go down below, look at the eight steps of how to build your micro school or your homeschooling business. I will help you walk hand in hand with you, coaching you through every single aspect, every question that you have, but most importantly, giving you a timeline and putting you on the right path, allowing you to execute and get your school up and going before the start of the school year. So head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching, and you will be able to see our packages. These are one-on-one coaching sessions. So it's very geared toward your need, your specifications of exactly what you need during this time. We time out everything. I help you build from the bottom up. And just as it says in 1 Corinthians 3, 6 through 9, so neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The man who plants and the man who waters have one purpose, and each will be rewarded to his own labor. So me and you, one man planting, one man watering, and God providing the increase. So together we will team with God. We will work through everything that we need to work through to get your business up and going. I am excited. I want to also thank Lisa Polly for giving a review. If you have been blessed by this podcast, please go to Apple podcast and leave a review. I promise it only takes 30 seconds. You don't have to write a novel. It allows our show to be seen 
throughout Apple Podcasts and bless other teachers. And this podcast review comes from Lisa Pauly. Mackenzie is gorgeous on the inside and out. I love going on this teaching journey with her and finding out how she got to where she is today. Her passion for teaching is contagious. Not only is she inspiring, but she has a heart for God, and I love hearing how he's working in her life. First off, thank you, Lisa Polly, for those precious words. I am greatly, greatly moved, and it brings such joy to know that you find inspiration in this podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time, Lisa, and I'm so thankful that my teaching passion is contagious, and I hope each one of you who listens feels inspired. Praise God. That is the mission. All right. You may need to come back and listen to this episode a couple times, depending on if and when and by whom you are feeling opposition from. Let me start off with saying that I will be a mentor who supports you. When your spouse, when your parents, when your friends, when your family when they feel as if they just do not quite understand where you're coming from or where you are going, you need someone who will be cheering you on and encouraging you throughout the process. Because when you're trying to make a transition, you may feel lonely, not feeling as if you have someone to talk to or bounce ideas off of, and that can quickly shut you down. You're trying to learn new information. You're trying to get clarity And the last thing that you want to come up against is feeling as if you do not have anywhere to go for support. Now, when it comes to discussing your ideas with family, friends, your spouse, anyone, there are two factors that you need to keep in mind. Two words, and I'm going to dive into them and we're going to go through specific examples. These two words are preparation and timing. Write them down, put them on a sticky note, hang them above your desk, put them on your computer. Am I prepared? Is this the right timing? Preparation and timing are everything and they require attention. So always ask yourself, am I prepared? Is my heart and my mind prepared right now? Is this the best timing? And truth be told, when you have your heart and your mind in the right place, you are prepared and it is the right timing, you will find that you come across more confident and you will gain more support more than what you may go into the conversation thinking that you will receive. Your passion is a priority. So be prepared that if you're going to share your passion with someone, your heart and your mind need to be in the right place. Let me give a couple examples for you in my own personal life. For an example, I've shared before that my grandfather who passed away last year, he was always very proud. I would use that word that I was a teacher because he came from a very terrible family line growing up and teachers helped save his life. And he would always say it was because of teachers that I got onto the path that I am on today. And so I felt as if, if I told him that I was going to leave my teaching profession, even though I was transitioning into this homeschool, I thought he's of an older generation. He's not going to understand. He's going to be disappointed. And it comes from a place of being a 
chronic people pleaser. And it's not our job to convince everyone. It is our job, though, to put our head down and do what we are called to do. But sometimes that is easier said than done. So in God's perfect timing, let me just say in his perfect timing, I had already decided I'm not going to say anything to my grandpa when I see him the summer before I built the school. I'm not going to say anything to him because I don't know what he's going to say. And he's probably just not going to understand homeschooling has come so far 60, 70 years ago. I mean, what was homeschooling back then? How is he going to view it? So you also have to think about the people that you're speaking to. Even my parents, they had a great time in school. What were they going to think about me homeschooling my own, my own children? What were they going to think about me opening up my own school that wasn't mainstream public school? I knew if I'm going to be speaking to them about this, I have to be prepared or I just don't need to say anything at all. I need to make sure that I am confident so that if I face opposition, I do not go into a rabbit hole feeling as if this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. That's quickly what can happen if you go into a situation, into a conversation, and your mind and your heart are not ready for it then you can quickly come to a brick wall. And when that person starts questioning you, and it may be out of good intentions, you start going, oh my my gosh, am I, wait, am I really ready for this? You walk away with all of this mumbo jumbo stuck in your head, can't figure it out. Now you're confused. Now you're shut down. Now you've procrastinated and you're getting nowhere. I also want to say that if it's your spouse, because I have a very supportive spouse, but I want you to know that 10 years ago, when my daughter Jalen was 12 years old, I went to him and I said, even though I was in the prime time of my teaching career that I loved at a school that I loved, I was flourishing. I was finishing my master's. We had just finished building our basement. We lived in Missouri. Our oldest daughter, again, she was two years old. She's now 13. So actually this was 11 years ago. I went to my husband and I said, I feel as if I should take our basement that we just finished, honey, and open it up and have a preschool here. I think that it would go over so well. Jalen, she could be a part of it. I just, I have this feeling in my heart, honey, that I just, I want to be at home. I want to teach her, but I also want to teach other, other children. I want to do it out of our basement. And he was like, Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, how much money can you really make? Are we financially ready for that? Do you really want to leave your teaching career? You're doing so well. You're getting your master's degree. I don't, I, I don't really foresee this happening. I, I, I just don't see it. And I was heartbroken because not only was it a passion that I had, but it also was going to affect me being able to teach my own daughter. Now, fast forward, it's my husband who has helped blaze this trail. He later on throughout the course of time, six, seven years ago, I just continued to pour my heart out to him and we would brainstorm. We even had a little notebook and I would just pour out my passion to him. And I think that he saw through the hardships of my heart, just being torn not being able to teach the way that I wanted to teach and not being able to just 
fulfill this dream that God had given me, it really began to pull on his heartstrings and he started brainstorming with me. And again, this was five, six, seven years ago. So four years had passed. We had moved to Florida. I started giving him little nuggets of my vision and he started grasping onto it. And now he's full fledged into this school. I mean, everything that we talk about for our future revolves around the school and he has his own painting business. He is 100% involved wanting to make sure that we are set up for our future with this school. So let me just say that if you are feeling as if maybe your spouse is not on board, give it time, give it time and just continue. It's nothing to get into an argument about. If somebody's not seeing what you're seeing, God gave it to you. That's your dream. That's your vision. And God will place it on their heart in his perfect time. But what he wants from you is obedience. That's what he wants from you. And here's the deal. He doesn't say that it's easy. And he doesn't say that everyone is going to support you. God does not do that. You will see many accounts in scripture where people are having to go out on their own and do the thing that he's called them to do. So stay obedient to what has been placed in your heart and be prepared to stay the course when you feel alone. It's not the best feeling either, especially if you have parents that you want to, you know, show that you are making your way in life and doing great things and they just don't understand. When COVID hit and schools were closed, I went to go see my parents up in the panhandle And this is like right when the dream was really starting to give birth, okay? And I knew my family might not understand. My sister, she was always like, okay, yeah, absolutely, Kinsey, you're going to do great. Yes, her her husband, my brother-in-law, absolutely, they have young children our age. They understood. Here's my dad who always told me, Mackenzie, it's not about the money. It's about how fulfilled you feel in this career. He's the one who built my first classroom in our basement that I spent a decade playing and teaching in while all my other friends were outside. And here I was going to go to him and ask him what he thought about me opening up a school in my home and homeschooling my children. Now, granted, I grew up, they were very involved in our school. They were very involved in my sports, my mom and my dad. And so I'm thinking he's just not going to understand. So I took that little dream and I decided I'm not going to say anything to him about it because I'm not prepared. I don't feel confident right now, even giving this information to them because they're going to ask me a million questions and I don't know yet. I just don't know. I'm just at the beginning stages of building this business and I don't even know what to say because I am still learning and growing myself. And I was sitting at the beach next to my parents and I was feeling so unsettled. I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't feel confident enough to tell them. So I felt as if I was isolating this dream. I didn't know how they would feel about the process of me pulling my daughters out of school, leaving my position as an instructional coach that it, that I just adored and starting my own school from my living room. Who is even going to believe that this is going to work, right? I even was doubting, is this even going to work? So how was I going to pitch my idea off to people and let it stick with them? And I just remember sitting there looking at the ocean, feeling like, 
I have this dream. Shouldn't it be so exciting? Shouldn't it be awesome? Shouldn't everybody just know about it? I'm sad that I cannot just tell them right now. And finally, I got up the nerve and I was like, you know what? Told my stepmom, I said, you know, I'm thinking if I want to homeschool my kids, then I'm going to homeschool my kids. And if I want to homeschool other kids, then I'm going to homeschool other kids. And I don't know what it's going to look like, but maybe I could build something out of my living room. And I'm like, kind of coming at it from a place that's weird and awkward and not even like coming out and saying, hey, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to call it lighthouse learning. And I'm just going to open my doors and see who God brings in. Instead, I went at it at like some weird way because I wanted to put it out there. And she was like, Mackenzie, you're the one who's stopping yourself. You are your biggest enemy. And so it ended up kind of rolling out, but not clearly rolling out. And I didn't even really tell my dad. I pretty much bought a 15 passenger van and there it was. I just needed to do it and not wait on everybody else's permission. I don't know who that needs to be told to right now. That is just a personal story. Okay, so sometimes you just need to do what you're supposed to do. Actually, you're always supposed to do what you're supposed to do and wait on everybody's approval later. Now, I will say that if it is your spouse, especially if it's your spouse, it is our call of duty to respect and honor the person that God has blessed us with to share this life with. You will want to respect their boundaries and their questions and their reservations, but don't lose heart and don't just tuck the dream away and think that it's not going to pass because it will, because if it's from God, it will come to pass. He has to work on other people and he has to continue working on you and your mind and your heart and your stewardship for this calling. So even when it hurts, God is still speaking through you and other people and other circumstances to get them on board. In that case, looking back, I do see why my husband was was not on board with me starting that preschool out of my basement. I would have never left. We would still be in Missouri. But we weren't called there. We were called here to Florida. And my parents, I understand why they may not understand. They're trying to protect. They've never been in the situation. They've never had a business. And a lot of people are going to ask lots of questions. Do not feel as if they are interrogating you. This is where that preparedness comes from. Be prepared for people to ask you a lot of questions. They are trying to gain clarification themselves. They're not trying to question you into a corner and make you feel as if you don't know what you're doing. They are just really coming from a place of understanding and trying to protect. This is why you have to be prepared again in your heart and your mind and prepared with the facts. So when you are prepared in your heart and mind, you need to go in with the facts, but you don't want to go in with this big arsenal as if, okay, if they ask me this, well, I'm going to tell them that yes, I will make money. And yes, I am going to be able to support my family. And yes, I am going to be able to make a business. And yes, micro schools are up and coming and they are transforming education. You don't have to go in it like that. Soften yourself a little bit. You don't have to go in as a position of attack. Okay. Go in with caution, but you are prepared. So when your heart and your mind have been prepared, now you are going to prepare other people with the facts. 
If you are talking to your spouse, I have learned that timing is everything as well. When you go into the conversation prepared, you want to make sure that you're able to sit down. There's no distractions. My husband and I actually would use, would talk about this late at night after the kids would go to bed and we would, I mean, honestly, I was taking a bath. I mean, I hope this isn't too much information, but it's the truth. It's the only time our kids were younger and he'd be in there with a notebook And I'd be in there sharing my ideas and he'd be writing them down for me. That's the truth. And we still go back to that from five years ago and we call it tub talks because it's the time that I could just relax, just clear out any distractions. Again, our kids are asleep and he was just sitting there listening and we're talking about the person that really didn't see the vision to begin with. We want to be able to be secure and being able to present our ideas and also ask for feedback. Take notes. Tell them, you know, I appreciate your opinion. It really does matter. Connect them with facts. Maybe you can even give the person that you're talking to my podcast. Take them to websites. Tell them to go on a research. If it's your parents, again, remember that they are trying to love you and protect you. They may not understand until they see results. But just tell them, you know what? I'm going to continue preparing and end time I know that you will understand right now. I just need your support. If it's your friends, many times, here's the deal. They just don't want us to leave. They don't want us to change. They don't want us to go against conforming to whatever we've been doing before. They just aren't trying to block us, but sometimes it's more about them than what it is us. So when we don't receive the support that we want, we also have to understand that sometimes people just lack understanding. Some will be happy. Some will be supportive. Some of them are going to question. Some of them may look at you a little odd, but you tell them what you need. I need your support. And you just be persistent. You show them your passion. You could be insecure. They could be insecure. It's not about you. It's not about them. It's about what you're called to do. Your coworkers, let's just go there right now. If you're going against the stream, they're definitely maybe not able to understand. Your job is not to convince them. You are not alone. You are not the first entrepreneur in history to have a friend or a relative or even multiple friends or coworkers that don't support your business. Someone's judgment might come from good intentions. Sometimes judgment or criticism is just a convincing disguise for someone's genuine concern. For an example, they may be worried about how you're going to deal with small disappointments and setbacks. And that often happens when you're first starting your business. Your family and friends might also worry about any type of criticism or insults or anything that might happen to block you from starting your business. Their instinct again is trying to protect you. And when this happens, you just let them know how appreciative you are about their concern. Thank you so much for your concern. You know, it really, it really is great that I was able to talk to you about it and I'm going to continue pressing on. And I just ask that, you know, you continue supporting me and just thank you for being a listening ear. That's it. And then you walk away and you get out and you join online, online groups. You continue to find people who are going to be in this related business that you're trying to form. Reach out for help. Find mentors. This does not have to be a solitary activity. It shouldn't be this way. Reach out for support. Join our Facebook group, Teachers Let Your Light Shine Facebook group, so that you can be around people who are like-minded. And just remember that not everyone is going to jump at the chance to support you. I know it stinks. 
to think about it because we just want everyone to be like, woo woo, bells and whistles. But your job is to find the people who will support you and continue walking in obedience. And guess what? You're going to find new friends along the way. And you're going to find people who are going to cheer you on. And it's going to give you the momentum to keep pressing on. I hope that this podcast has blessed you. And I pray that you will be surrounded by the people who support you and see your vision. And until that time, you keep being obedient. Prepare yourself and find the right timing for yourself and for the people around you. Don't forget, go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com for more resources and join our Facebook group. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.